feels weird because I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> oh boy. What up, y'all? It's your boy, the one and only A Switch, aka. Uh, you come at me incorrect, you about to get this damn twisted T in your damn noggin. AKA. Um. The Keto Killer. AKA. Uh, I'm staying my ass home because uh, I'm not. <laughs> Wait a minute. AKA. I'm just a bill. On Capitol Hill. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I couldn't help it. Uh, bringing you yet another episode of Switches Sites. Episode 86 to be exact. First episode of the new year, 2021. <laughs> Seems like things are going off to a real good start. <laughs> real good start. Uh, I mean, if you look at anything remotely towards the news, uh, you could. it's pretty evident how... Uh, Boy, just chaotic the world is right now. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you got, uh, boy, it's like, it's just like when you just say it, it just sounds just, just off. So for those who don't know, as well as just, I guess, somewhat of a time capsule to kind of reflect back on the craziness that, uh, happened this week, but, uh, pretty much yesterday, a whole gang of Trump supporters uh, pretty easily, mind you, uh, was able to get into uh, to the, the office in terms of uh, Washington and, uh, you know, was able to stroll about freely going to what Nancy, Nancy Pelosi's office, chilling, stealing uh, podiums and shit. It was like, OK, all right, that's interesting. You know, it was a. Uh, it was a different color. Uh, it wasn't white. Uh, I think it would have been a different story, but um, coincidentally, it's a whole gang of white people. Trump supporters. They just they just let them in. It was like they just escorted them in. Actually, it felt like. But this is not a, a political podcast, so just just touching on the very hard. To- literally literally hard to ignore uh world issues that are going on right now because man that is just like it's like it's like are we in a sitcom right now are we in like a real life sitcom and we're the joke the u.s but i digress outside of that uh gaming wise uh somewhat reasonable amount of news nothing too i guess huge uh in terms of you know crazy mind-blowing stuff happening but a pretty pretty decent amount of interesting topics i think we have to talk about today also happy new year as well um (laughs) like i said welcome (laughs) welcome to 2021 bitch (laughs) that's basically it uh, <laughs> I made a joke on Twitter, um, <laughs> 2020 EX mode. <laughs> I forgot about, yeah, man. Cause I feel like I've talked about some of this stuff, uh, from the past episodes, but since I've been gone on break for the past few weeks, I forgot. It's a lot of shit that happened that, uh, 
try to catch up on this show, but um, yeah, a lot of 2020, <laughs> 2020 uh, memes, 2020, uh, December 31st, 2020, uh, it was like, what, it, <laughs> we got an extra second now, uh, <laughs> it's not even, wow. Um, yeah, 2020 Super Turbo EX Alpha Omega Buttfuck 5, or I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Um, so yeah, that's, we're off to a great start, just have to say that. Uh, you know, COVID's getting crazy as well, let's, let's, let's not, uh, let's not, not forget about that. Uh, it's getting crazy, at least specifically in my area, in the LA County, that, uh, man, Literally, there's no room in hospitals. And on top of that, like if supposedly, according to uh, sources, uh, if you are in critical condition and ambulance comes and it's basically. It's they they perceive as like a very small chance of you surviving the ride to the hospital they're been instructed to like, oh, well, I guess, oh man, I guess he's going to have to, he's going to have to die, man. That is just something about that is just like crazy to me. I, I think it's just something about like a human right to like, I don't know, the, the right to fight, to live or whatever. And that is just, I, I, I'm still taken back by that. It's like, you know, I was ranting a little bit about it on Twitter that like, if you, if hypothetically speaking, uh, knock on wood, <laughs> I were to get a heart attack or seizure and ambulance came and, you know, they like say, man, he's crazy. I don't think he's going to make it. And then just, I don't know. It's like, how does, do they just leave, leave you there? Or do they, do, how, what do they do about that? Uh, they also talk about like preserving oxygen and stuff. <sighs> it's, 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 it's hard to, it's like, you feel like it, this is real, but at the same time, it's like hard to really fathom how real it is. Like, you know, not actually being at the hospital, seeing all the, the craziness that, that presumably is going on there as well. So it's like, it's crazy all around, man. It really is. It's like, I mean, Twitter is great though. I ain't gonna lie. You know, uh, black Twitter specifically, uh, man, they, we could be going through the worst shit ever. And <laughs> we had this way to just make the most <laughs> fun of our shit, which is, uh, at least for me personally, I know, uh, not everybody cut from the same cloth, uh, per se, but, uh, at least for me, I think it's somewhat helps with, you know, the reality of the, the craziness that's going on right now on top of uh, a pandemic and racial outcries and just racism in general. It's surreal. So, um, yeah, <laughs> with all that being said, um, let's stop the dilly dallying and get right into it. So first topic of discussion, um, Cyberpunk 2077. So, <laughs> of course, all this stuff happened after uh, during these uh, two weeks I was uh, off. 
And, uh, man. So I think we, I want to say we alluded to it the episode before, um, or last episode, basically about the whole controversy of, you know, how the performance of cyberpunk on PS4 was terrible and stuff like that. But after that, that happened then, uh, in terms of the refunds, uh, where it was like this complete, just miss horrible communication where they (laughs) said, Oh yeah, just refund it. Like PlayStation and Xbox, they'll refund you. But then PlayStation and, um, Microsoft didn't know anything about this. We were like, what? And you know how, for those that don't know, like digitally PlayStation and Microsoft's refunds are very strict where it's like a one time it once in a lifetime, um, once in a lifetime exception to make a refund if you never had to make one before some, something like that basically. But now uh PlayStation just went, just went gutter. And then they uh, basically said that uh, they're basically doing all refunds for like, it, I think the time has passed. It was like roughly a week or so uh, running up to like Christmas where you uh, could refund the game via through um, uh, Sony's, uh, you know, services uh, to, you know, their support to refund your copy of the game if you bought it digitally uh, for any other uh, some other retailers were also uh, extending some of their refund policies. Well, on top of that, if you open the game, which obviously you had to have to witness the the horrible uh, performance on the base PS4 versions, that you would, um, they would accept refunds even if you opened uh, the game, which I believe the general policies specifically for retailers in terms of physical copies is if you open the game, uh, you can only exchange it, but you can't return it for most retailers. I know there's some exceptions, but generally I think for the most part, the rule of thumb, but so that's all in that is just crazy in of itself, but man, so ah, just a dumpster fire, really, man, just the whole situation on top of the performance, then the, the horrible communication, um, it's all bad, man. It got to the point where it's like, it's not, it hasn't really done that to me in a while, but it's like the first time in a long time that like, I don't know, just the, just the, the, I don't want to say negativity, but not negativity, but, um, just how poorly everything was handled that. I don't know. It started to kind of affect me playing the game to an extent just like, you know, actually, and this is on PC, mind you, with like a, a 3090, and I was still having horrible, you know, issues, issues to the point that it was just annoying enough to like piss me off and like just stop playing. So uh, that is that is what happened. We'll, we'll talk about that towards the end in terms of my experience playing it, but um, it's crazy, man. It's crazy surreal well one 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 other factor that i think was really crazy on top of that was the fact that like major major news outlets were also also uh commenting on this like you know that would never talk about video games unless 
I guess really like Grand Theft Autos. Uh, if it's if it's something about uh, um, mature games uh, making kids violent or something, that's pretty much the seems to be the only extent you've seen uh, game game news reach like the masses, like uh, CNN and uh, Fox News and stuff like that. So, um, you know, for that to reach this level and albeit on top of that, just be very negative. But I mean. I, that kind of goes back to the whole press thing. Like, you know, uh, there's no such thing as a bad press per se, but um, it, uh, it depends. Um, either way, picking piggybacking on that. Uh, apparently, uh, recently this week, uh, there was somebody, <laughs> somebody either spiteful or, yeah, I mean, take it for what you will, but I mean, I think it is worth at least speculating on to some extent um, that uh, there was supposedly an employee that like went out to GameFAQs board as well as uh, in turn making its way to Reddit about um, the intentions of Cyberpunk 2077 in terms of launch where basically uh, quote uh, CD Projekt Red hurt themselves to keep investors safe and sound now devs are hearing the plans of a No Man's Sky style comeback due to late June. The first two patches should come out mid-March, despite what's being said by top execs. There will be major departures from the studio in the coming months. Dev morale is on an all-time down, and Sony is roasting our asses due to the gigantic volume of refund requests. There will be a meeting today with Sony execs to figure out a way to compensate players threatening with legal action. Sony Japan is especially furious. <laughs> I find that kind of, kind of slightly ironic considered if you play the game, you probably get what I'm getting at. Um, not to spoil anything, but it, it is some weird, some weird associations with, um, just Asian culture. It seems to be, um, almost the main story plot of the game to an extent, not to still not spoil much, but yeah. so yeah, um, crazy stuff, but I mean, that doesn't seem too far off. I mean, it, at the same time, it does feel like it's saying what likely is going to happen. I don't, I'm not sure about the major departures, but that, that may be a little bit of a stretch, but again, this is supposedly an employee of the company, but uh, CD Projekt Red did actually reach out on their Twitter and, and uh, touch and say that uh, that isn't true. So, you know, hard to say. I mean, it. you know, we'll see. <laughs> Time will tell if the, 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 these rumors were actually true, but then again, it might be hush hush NDAs being signed and things like that. I don't know. Interesting on the list. Moving on. Um, Monster Hunter Rise. Out of nowhere, they um, announced an event that uh, basically happened today, earlier today, where basically they show some details regarding, uh, further details regarding Monster Hunter Rise. Um, Cause yeah, we, we knew some details, but not a lot. 
at least so far since it got announced, I think in December, maybe November, I forgot. But with that being uh, implemented, um, yeah, we got this whole uh, 20 minute video. At least I caught the video. I don't think I don't think there was necessarily a live stream format. It just seemed like a Nintendo Direct type deal where they just stream it at this direct time and that's it. Um, but from what I saw, it's a lot to kind of take from the from the the trailer. Um, they showed a couple of new monsters, of course, because it's Monster Hunter. Uh, they showed the the flagship monster, I think, Megalodon, Megalodon. Uh, and then they showed a really dope monster. I forgot his name. He looks like he kind of looks like a. Um, I'm pretty sure it's very deeply like ingrained within like um, uh, Japanese like Norfolk and stuff like that. But um, it reminded me a lot of Sasquatch or Bigfoot. Actually, kind of slightly a mixture of both, but with a Japanese vibe to it. Had a cool little like uh, his nub. I guess he can like make a sword a weird sword, but then not make it a sword. I guess maybe when he's angry, he like turns into a sword, whatever. So that was pretty dope. Um, a lot of, uh, a lot of the monster hunter mainstays were definitely confirmed. You got your Tigrex, you got your, um, what you got your little, your little jaggy baggy. It's <laughs> so weird to say <laughs> you got your little jaggy baggy. Um, Oh, oh, they also got, uh, brought the Kezu back. I think, I think the last time we saw Kezu was in Generations Ultimate, I believe. Cause I don't think we had any equivalent in world. I don't remember at least maybe we did. Not sure. I think I know there, uh, of course with Monster Hunter, there's always like variants of monsters that like are roughly the same in essence, but, um, you know, uh, changed enough where it's like, Oh, it is a new monster. But, um, but then there's some that are like obviously drastically different. Um, but yeah, it's first time where I think we've seen Kezu in a long time. So it's pretty cool to see him come back. I think just the lore and mystery around that monster. I do like, so it is, it was pretty refreshing to, to see, uh, that monster come back. They get, they brought the Barry off, Barry off back, <laughs> Barry off back in his pit. Uh, that was one weird, I guess, um, I guess theme. They seem to like show a lot of, uh, ice related monsters or cold, uh, environment related monsters, which was a little weird, but I guess they showed a, a reasonable amount before. Uh, I mean, they did show the, uh, of course, I mean, monster Hunter wouldn't be monster Hunter without Rathalos presumably Rathian as well. Um, they also show Miss Mitizune, 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 um, which is always a cool monster. I thought that Mitizune was in world, but I guess not. I guess I'm getting generations ultimate and world mixed up. But I think last time we saw Mitizune was in, was in world. I mean, generations ultimate. So, outside of that, those are really the only monsters 
I think we've seen all in all. Uh, you got your, you got your, your what is snow, snow baron, snow, Le, Le, <laughs> I want to say LeBron so bad. Uh, the snow bunny. I forgot its fucking name. Baggy. No, those are the the little minor T Rex thingies. But you know what I mean. Uh, Lagombi. I think. I think Lagombi. Or Snow Lagombi. Whatever. So you got a good uh, assortment of those monsters that gave us a little taste of uh cool details. Uh, at least some good confirmations. Like uh, the one I was most curious about. I guess it's pretty much you. I think it's some stuff they can't really go back on now, regardless, like especially with Monster in the World being in the universe now. But I was curious if uh, this this would still have um, what do they call it where the monsters uh, would fight if if there was an occurrence where two monsters would enter an area where, you know, like in the previous Monster Hunter games, <laughs> they would just they would just be teamed up. They're like, hey, um, let me help you out, bro. <laughs> All right. Got your back, bro. <laughs> just whoop the shit out of you because uh, <laughs> I'm speaking from experience uh, playing recently playing Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate where that shit is a pain. We're like, please fight each other. I can't take y'all both at once. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, they did show really dope. Uh, uh, what did they call it? It was some term. Um, it was basically some term uh, in Monster Hunter World where they would acknowledge that both, okay, both of these monsters are fighting each other. Um, and then, you know, one get their ass beat and they just, <laughs> they just whimper, whimper to the next area or whatever. Um, so, it, it, they did get a confirmation that, because basically the Megalodon was fighting the Rathalos uh Megalodon just jumped on the Rathalos and they flying in the air and then they do like a uh Valstrex uh like like a bomb uh down to the ground and you know Rathalos oh shit oh my god I got my ass beat you know he all embarrassed probably crying because he got his ass beat you know so there was that so that was pretty cool to get confirmation that that is coming back um as well as uh, a new feature now is that uh, <laughs> you've heard of mounting. How about controlling a monster now? So apparently you can basically jump on a monster. Uh, I think they said you have to, you know, do particular damage to it. Like uh, at least I would assume like the previous games jump, a uh, jumping, a uh, jumping attack damage. Um, I think like, um, I forgot what you call the, the firefly latch thing. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just a nigga. Just talk. You got, you got your little, you got your firefly latch thing, like a, like a black dad trying to explain. <laughs> um, yeah. So if, I think if you do an assortment of all those moves and, you know, uh, reach that threshold, then you can, you'll be able to. Um, basically mount the uh, monster and control it like a puppet or whatever. Uh, it seemed to be to a great detail where you can like have it do specific attacks like it seems like on demand to some some extent. And then it did show you controlling the Rathalos fighting the Megalodon to some extent. So I'm not sure how, how in-depth that is, but it seems like a pretty cool, um, you know, uh, addition to the game 
Uh, you can also, of course, make it hurt itself, which I'm pretty sure is probably going to be the primary like use of it if you're not, uh, if there isn't like two monsters in the same area or whatever. So, um, yeah. So, um, I'm 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 actually pretty amazed, uh, considering all this is going to be on the Nintendo Switch, that uh, this game is going to run like at least what they showed you know, just keeping the, the switches like graphical capabilities in mind. It's pretty impressive to see how it seems like this game might deliver in terms of just being a fully fledged realized monster hunter game with that is utilizing the RE engine. So, which is a, a highly modified one. So still crazy to me. I don't know. I still think there's going to be, there's going to be some switch pro, you know, coming on the rise. <laughs> uh, that was too perfect. I didn't, I didn't mean to, but you know what? I'm just going to pretend I did. Um, so all in all, very excited. Of course they talked, uh, about the demo, which is dropping. I think if you're in Japan right now, it's available and tomorrow, I think for everybody else, um, maybe midnight, 9 p.m. If you're in that Pacific time, who knows? Uh, I think some um, some influencers got it early as well. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm about to, I'm about to put, put some time into it. You know, I'm about to put some time into it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, they also uh, showed like a cool areas. Uh, you know, some of the <laughs> probably the areas you're going to keep coming back to throughout the whole game. Uh, which is pretty cool. And they also hinted at, I forgot what they called it. It's like, it's not siege, but some, um, underground mode or it was something. It was some, um, oh, they had a whole digital event. I guess only taught, taught the general trailer. No, this is basically, yeah, it's basically what it was before actually let's check make sure I yeah Lagombi was that one monster Tigrex you got Megalodon yeah they showed some of the villages they like showed these two girls non-expressive looking looking little girls they got they got the ninjas you that's one cool thing I definitely do like about it like the heavily um, Japanese inspired um, feudal even, um, vibe of the game, a uh, couple, a couple of the characters and there was some other aspect. They talked about the demo. I'm very curious what that mode was. I'm just speculating, but it was some specifically where it had a assortment of monsters. Wirebug, okay, that's that's what it was. That damn firefly thing that you got you gotta put you got stick in the air. That is the most that is the most ignorant 
That damn fly thing you stick in the air. I don't know how that really works. <laughs> it's like no interest in like even even trying to uh, rampage. That's what it was. Okay. So I freeze frame on the picture they mentioned it. So they say rampage. You know, it's something they are, they're going to hint at more in the future. Uh, I think it's pretty safe to say it's something end game related. Um, at least in the still, it shows five monsters at once. I'm curious if maybe the only thing I could think of with this mode is that maybe it's probably like an expansion of the siege mode in monster hunter world, where it's like 16 players, but it's like asynchronous, but multiplayer at the same time where you're all collectively working for a goal. But I think it might be more focused and, and dense maybe where it's like, actually you're all at least what I think would be cool. At least that they, I don't think they have done before is that let's say you have eight to 16 uh, players playing in uh, a single session and not being split up in like uh, asynchronously, like, you know, updating your progress. So I think that would be pretty cool if they could uh, pull that off. I don't know. It's, it, it, it would be a real test of Nintendo Switch Online if that was the case, but that would be my guess that this mode is. It's probably some greater, greater increased uh, hunt where there are more players at once, uh, you know, surpassing the standard that was for four players, maybe eight to 16, I'm guessing. And then probably like when the PC or rumor PC version comes out, then, you know, expand upon that maybe or something like that. That is my, I have a strong hunch that's going to be the case. Um, yeah, to, to redefine it completely, make this whole new supposed mode. That would be my guess. I think that'd be pretty cool as well as we don't know really the extent necessarily of the online, the online mode. Uh, in terms of like, how is the lobby structure going to be? Is it going to be more like Generations Ultimate or World? In that respect, where you know World, you had a lot more people to a room um, compared to to um, Generations Ultimate, where you're only uh, limited to four. So, only time will tell. But uh, that demo, that demo gonna be played. I know that much. <laughs> I know that much. Uh, I'm about to rise up to that demo. <laughs> I'm curious. There's gotta be somebody in marketing, Capcom marketing, like, you know, doing some, uh, cross promotion. Somebody, somebody on street fighter five jumped over to monster hunter. And he's like, you know what? Next title is only got, it's gotta be rise. It's gotta be just do it, <laughs> sir. But just do it. Don't back talk me. Hey, it probably gets real in uh, Capcom. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, a, just saying. So yeah, Monster Hunter Rise, man. Yeah, it's probably it's gonna be great. We already know. It's it seems like uh, from what I've been hearing, some people talk about. I think I was looking at uh, Emron Khan. Uh, he was talking about it. Um, that basically it's a blend of old school monster hunter as well as world which i think is pretty great being a fan of both 
and being somewhat indifferent and kind of uh, indecisive about which one I do kind of enjoy more because it's like certain aspects I do enjoy of each. Um, But yeah, even making a whole new type of like, I don't know, hybrid now of of rise like a new maybe presumably um possibly a whole new like avenue compared to world now it's kind of crazy as well so it's all good man it's a good time well not a good time but you know for games (laughs) at least it's a good time um keeping in line with uh monster hunter somewhat with the platform that it's on them uh, Switch Pro rumors still brumilin, brumilin, that's a word. You know, you you when when the when the liquid bubble up and you gotta be brewing something, that's a brumilin. <laughs> uh, if they man, if they had a spelling bee for words you made up, a plus baby, a plus for effort because I wouldn't win. So you know, <laughs> uh, but. Uh, some supposed rumor slash details. Um, I believe this is from, uh, I mean, take it for what you will for Chan, which is, you know, been a hit or miss in some, some aspects, but I think it is a good, uh, point to kind of speculate on some things that could be feasible, uh, kind of questioning or testing the practicality of this actually being feasible, you know, to be pushed out I think it is still worth kind of discussing to some extent so um so at least going from these rumors there's uh, at least uh, some truncatedness from it uh that Nintendo's actually working on a new model with upgraded display stuff and has been for 1.52 years so that's maybe roughly a year after the uh first switch has been out in a while uh, personally, believe it's 4K, given the signs I've seen in the firmware. That's not confirmed yet and could be wrong. New, The new hardware is codenamed Ola, Ola, Olula, 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 Ola. I think it's Ola, A-U-L-A, Ola. I think it's Ola. It's uh, using a Mariko SOC. I believe that's like a basically a uh, um, chipset. I think it's different from what's in the switch, but uh, the atmosphere supports new display already in theory. Uh, The tablet itself definitely has an upgraded display. Don't know if it's 4K. I would think it's probably 1080p since that would be the next logical step from 720p with the current switch. I don't know. I don't think they would they would ball like that for uh, for the switch, you know, especially knowing Nintendo. I feel like they're they're common. Creed, Creed, if anything, is to stick by, stick by what they, hmm, stay fairly cheap, but make it feel premium. That's always the, the impression I got from Nintendo, like make it cheap, but like make it feel premium at the same time. (laughs) It's kind of like that Tyra Banks, uh, (laughs) The Tyra Banks meme, like, <laughs> uh, be sexy, but fierce, you know, that's, that's what I think of the switch. I swear. I think in like memes all the time. It's 
probably not healthy, but you know what? It's okay. It's the world we live in, right? You know? Um, 4K UHD Multimedia SOC, uh, to hence my belief that it's 4K. Ship might be inside a new dock and not inside the tablet, though. There's no way to tell from the firmware code yet. So this, I think, is the most likely, honestly, personally. Because when you think about it, people are pretty much fine with the switch as it is right now. Um, I think because because on top of that, they are I think they already catered to people that only want to switch only uh, switch, which is the switch light. So for somebody that wants to go on the other end that, you know, like myself, that primarily plays the switch console in console mode, uh, this would be pretty dope. And, you know, for people that don't care about it, they don't care about it <laughs> pretty much like, ah, I play my switch in portable all the time anyway. So, but, and, you know, of course, enthusiasts that, you know, want the best of the best either way, probably get it too. It'll probably be reasonably priced. Maybe, mm, it depends. Uh, but yeah, if the chipset is specifically in the dock, that would, I could see that definitely, uh, getting the switch to pump more power. Uh, however, you know, wizard voodoo they do that, that seems to be the most on top of not alienating the current install base of the current switch. I think that's the most logical reason reasoning, um, of a switch pro, uh, basically boost up, um, to the 4k or whatever, uh, you can with a, a additional piece of hardware that like gives it more juice, so to speak. So I honestly think that's going to be the, that's going to be our switch pro, you know, appease people that play switch primarily, uh, as a home console, uh, but may possibly, they may possibly put some bells and whistles, maybe actually give us Bluetooth that like is that's probably one of the things that's very weird. That's very weird that the switch doesn't have currently that just even some form of Bluetooth at all natively, um, which is weird. But yeah, I really do think a dock. I think the switch pro is going to be a, just a new dock that you buy that will boost up, you know, uh, games that are 1080p to 4k now and things like that. And, you know, just the interconnectivity of the dock and the, the, um, the switch, I think that might be the, the, the secret sauce, if you will, to kind of, you know, give uh consumers a lot more flexibility, you know, like if you're, you're not forced to get a switch pro, if you don't want one or don't utilize the capabilities of it, like people who primarily play it, um, in portable mode versus dock. So that's personally what I would like to see actually as well on top of that. But I mean, I mean, if they, I, I'm not gonna, I'd be remiss to not mention that they're probably gonna make a, make maybe some minor tweaks to, to make it enticing and get you to get a whole new switch. Now, uh, maybe not enough to like bump you over the edge, but enough to maybe, you know, if your your original switch broke and you're looking for another one, then yeah, all right, you know, um, yeah. But I think it's coming soon, though. I think they're gonna announce it soon. I think if not this month, it's gotta be February. 
if they're trying to launch in March, which I think is likely. Maybe they could push it back for holiday season, but I don't even think, I can't think of the last time the Nintendo has dropped a console. Um, dropped a console around holiday specifically. Uh, technically the Wii U. I think that was the last one that did actually release around, you know, the November holiday season. So we'll see. But a uh, pretty interesting aspect either way. Um, and apparently, oh, apparently the screen might be OLED. That's that's a big game changer if it's, uh, you know, for the portable people. <laughs> I guess portable enthusiasts, which I feel is kind of like uh, is does it mix a portable enthusiast? But I guess it maybe does to some extent. So I don't know if you're an enthusiast you want the best, which is generally on a TV, not necessarily portable. I don't know. I think I'm just, I'm, I'm putting myself in circles, but either way, I thought pretty interesting aspect there. Keeping in line with console related news, uh, apparently at least specifically in Japan, um, the PS4 is on its way, uh, to be out. Um, PS4s, they're all getting grouped up and uh, about to be put to sleep. You know, uh, they're going to a better place that you may not see them again. <laughs> oh, I could. I'm sorry. Somebody was like. <laughs> <laughs> like God was telling me like, shut your ass up, choke. <laughs> what you talking about? So PS4 is being discontinued. Uh, the PS4 Pro for sure. Cause that's just the PS4 Pro at this point is just in a weird spot where it's like, well, if you're going to get a pro, you might as well just get a PS5, especially considering the same, same price margin and all that. For uh, the PS4s, though, um, pretty much the one terabyte, the two terabyte um, are all on their way out, uh, especially the Glacier White models. So I guess they said they are still going to be producing the PS4 Slim, though, at 500 gigabytes, that model. But anything else is pretty much going to be ending production. So that's, that's all she wrote. You know, it's PS4 is now previous gen, even though it doesn't feel like yet technically, but, uh, but that is a good option for people, you know, who aren't like hardcore, <laughs> hardcore gamers, uh, more to, you know, uh, or you maybe just want to watch it for like, you know, streaming apps, Netflix, YouTube, Crunchyroll, all that stuff. So, um, yeah, not really a big shock. It's like we all saw it coming in. They also did mention about, um, you know, trying to meet demand of the PS five as well. So I totally understand it though. Totally understandable. Uh, keeping in line with hardware related news, 
So about that um that Xbox Elite Series 2 lawsuit, I think I talked about like a while ago. Uh, apparently they're uh, taking this to arbitration, which is somebody who's not fully lawfully savvy. I believe that basically is layman's terms of basically um, having a mediator, or I guess in this case, it being a grand scale. So probably I'm assuming like outsourcing to some company that specializes in arbitration, um, uh, where basically it's the whole <laughs> similar to a uh, Nintendo Joy-Con drift. Uh, the Xbox Elite controllers had stick drift. At least for me, I had a lot of a lot of other issues where it, it was like uh, the controller disconnected, uh, a button being inconsistent, where like work like sixty percent of the time, stuff like that. So fortunately, I got mine replaced. I'm not sure if I told you guys, but I did. And uh, for the most part, it's good. But I am st- running, still running into disconnect issues. I am not sure if it's just the Xbox or the controller. Uh, or my hunch was that it's the Bluetooth protocol where I know that these new controllers, I think communicate over Bluetooth versus, um, the previous elite, which was the the standard 2.4 gigahertz, uh, wireless, um, method. So I'm not sure what the culprit, who, who was at fault, but considering both controllers, uh, did go the way of that as well as um, using the control on the on the previous console, the Xbox One X, still doing the same thing. Uh, part part of me is thinking it's the controller to some extent. I don't know if maybe it could be patched via a software update, but it's just very weird and sporadic. But either way, I at least got a replacement, so it's like uh, I'll um, take what I can get at this point. So. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, and it's funny after this lawsuit happened, uh, that's when Microsoft changed their, their plans. And now, uh, the controller that I had that otherwise wouldn't have been under warranty is under warranty will expire like back in December, but interesting stuff. Uh, but at least according to, uh, the lawsuit, it seems the biggest culprit to that, to that drift specifically um, a design flaw in the uh, basically the I guess the cuff of the uh, analog stick where it will use this grease that I guess after over time would basically rub away and then start to drift because of that so apparently it's a known flaw that you know Microsoft proposed supposedly just knew and just implemented, which would explain why they did the, the crappy ass, like, you know, three month, uh, three month warranty for like a product as premium as this, as an elite series two controller. So who knows? Um, I, I know, I think, um, Microsoft was shooting out warranties to kind of inquire, not warranties, but uh, surveys to inquire about uh, the next controller. Like if the PS5's controller interests you, like uh, does the, how the, how you like the adaptive triggers and stuff, like has that made you select the PS5 over the Series 2 and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, I think we'll leave it at that.
take that for what you will. Moving on. Uh, it's just, <laughs> just, just, just random news. You never thought you'd see today. Uh, man, you know, that one emote you always use on Twitch when you're excited about something or shocked, uh, perhaps you would say it's referred to as pog champ. Well, uh, pretty much that, that emote got removed today based off of, uh, the person that did make the meme essentially, uh, Gutex, uh, who I think I remember him from like adventures of Mike Ross and Gutex, which now they're broken up and it's just, uh, it's just, man, you know, it's kind of depressing when you think about it, but basically due to some, uh, very, um, uh, man, how do you even define it? Some very, uh, suggestive comments in regards to, uh, current events now, uh, basically not to mention the previous stuff, like, you know, uh, not thinking that the COVID is real and, and stuff like that beforehand. So now it looks like, uh, Twitch immediately stepped in and, uh, removed the pog champ mode now. So sorry, people that want to express their feelings on Twitch in that way, you cannot any longer now. Uh, but who knows? Um, I can see them probably, you know, replacing it. Um, a lot of people are shooting ideas. One idea I thought was pretty cool is that you can have it where it's random, where it's like a set amount of, you know, official people or and or unofficial, I don't know, uh, where you could basically kind of add some variation to it where it's like not the same for every person that does it which i thought was pretty cool interesting concept you know to kind of not make us all conform to the same thing or maybe you could just make it where you can specify the, the person you want to use that i think that even that would be pretty fun too so all in all just <laughs> very interesting random you know thing going on at twitch in general you know just i just found it interesting either way so uh, then the last topic for the day, uh, that one game near Automata, pretty awesome game, it, man, it makes you, it really does make you think about like on a very, what is it called? Man, it's like, uh, what's the matrix? Matrix is a uh, philosophical, right? Yeah, philosophical. Pretty sure. I hope that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure philosophical makes you think very, makes you think a lot on a philosophical level about life and, you know, um, what is life and, you know, humanity and all that stuff. So I do recommend it if you've never played it. Um, but they did find uh, like <laughs> three years after what well, he said, uh, three years, Yoko Taro, the, the director, I'm pretty sure of the near, um, it was a, a guy, Lance McDonald. He basically found, found it after I considering the nature of this, this cheat, you literally had to like data mine the game to see the code that maybe even hint at what to do. Cause Ain't no way, bro. Ain't no way you could just just do this on a whim and like, oh yeah, just just I just did it and it just happened. No, you got to deliberately look at find that. So basically, three years and ten months <laughs> since the game came out, they found it. 
that basically is a glitch that, well, it's a cheat, not a glitch, because it's actually in, programmed in the game intentionally, uh, where you basically get to skip to the end of the game. So uh, I know Awesome Games done quick, quick is going on right now. Speedrunner is about to have a field day. You know, come next year, Speedrunner is about to <laughs> beat this game in like five minutes. Um, so, uh, but yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Uh, for some reason, I always love to see stuff like this, where it's like, you know, uh, like 25 years later, there was a cheat, cheat found in Super Mario Bros. 3 that lets you, you know, kick Bowser in the ass cheeks, literally. <laughs> I don't know. So, big ups to Lance McDonald. Uh, thank you, Yoko Taro, for uh, confirming uh this uh this this cheat that will uh, inevitably um make this game um you know just get beaten relentlessly you know um <laughs> i mean it's not too far fetched considering like you can literally cheat to get all the achievements in the game which is something about that feels weird and guilt guilty i guess conscious uh um, debated, debatable, where he's like, uh, did I, I didn't work for it though. It's like, I got it, but I didn't work for it though. You know, that's a whole nother discussion, but either way, that's all of the news for this week, or I guess technically the past two weeks, uh, since being on break, but now let's get into what I've been playing. Cause boy, oh boy, oh boy, I've been playing a lot. I've been going hardcore. It's been getting to the point where like I be I literally am forgetting. <laughs> I've been forgetting what I've been playing. People ask me like what I've been up to playing. I'm like, oh man, I, oh, oh what I recently played. Um yeah. I mean it's fun when I'm playing it, but it's like I just don't remember. It's like it, the head is too big for all this, you know <laughs> I was gonna say knowledge, but I'm like I'm smart. All right. Let's, let's chill down. Uh, so first topic, uh, cyberpunk 2077. I did actually beat it this past week. Um, ah, yeah, I'm just very indifferent right now about the game. To be honest, it's like, I did like the ending. Well, at least the one ending you got, um, spoilers, I guess. It's like five, six endings, I think, depending on some decisions you make, essentially. I won't get, you know, for I know a lot of people that didn't get to play because of, you know, platform restrictions now and stuff like that. But I forgot what ending I got. It's something like out of your out of your mind ending or something like that. I I, I forgot specifically, but it was a pretty interesting thought provoking ending, which uh, at least from what I heard, I thought it was going to be way more disappointing, but I thought it was pretty interesting, at least the one I got. So that was cool. But just the overall experience, I don't know. I just felt like it was a lot of bugs that really like at first they didn't bother me, but just like uh, seeing one, seeing one periodically, gradually each time just got more and more annoying for me to the point where, yeah, I was just like. I, yeah, I literally like stopped playing for a while. I stopped playing and played uh, something else and then eventually got back to playing it. So, but yeah, it's fine. 
Play it like about 25, 25-ish hours, I want to say. Didn't do a lot of the side stuff. I don't know. It's just like I feel like, you know, especially considering the environment and all the, the, the bad and press and stuff in, uh, which actually does even correlates to the PC version, which a lot of people, I guess, maybe it's, I, I feel like the PC version has been downplayed a lot, but the PC version does have a lot of issues too. Maybe nothing as game breaking, but at least for me personally, a lot of stuff that was annoying enough to the point where I'm like, God, I don't really feel like playing this now. Maybe it could have been the mindset I was in. I was maybe just being impatient with so many games coming out, but I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Either way, I just I I just intentionally just stopped doing all the side stuff and everything. I just wanted to see it through because I don't know, maybe it's a matter of oversaturation with the game where I'm just hearing so much about it where I was like, uh, I'm actually to the point where I'm, I'm tired of hearing about Cyberpunk now and I just don't even feel like playing the game anymore. But uh, either way, I did tough through it and uh, beat it, at least one of the endings. Uh, I'm just going to wait it out. I may come back, probably. I'll probably get back to it come... Um, when uh you know at least if the rumors are true the uh, the huge update in june or something maybe i'll be in a better mind space mood to play uh cyberpunk we'll see overall i i did enjoy it just the 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 presentation did uh take a dip unfortunately due to the fact of um just the 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 immense amount of graphical glitches and bugs that just just got to the point where they're it's like they weren't game breaking but they're enough they were enough and frequent enough to be annoying to where you know i wanted to i wanted to quit did i mention the one time well at least the one time i did want to quit uh i got to a point in the, in the game where you're supposed to scan uh, basically like a batman feature where you scan the environment i was scanning the environment and then basically the game locked well not locked it would I was stuck in the um, investigation mode. It wouldn't let me get out of it. And it was like, at that point, I'm like, ah, you know what? I don't really feel like dealing with this. <laughs> like my patience was at, his, was at his breaking point. I just didn't feel like troubleshooting it and whatever. So I was like, I was just done with it. So, and that's when I, you know, was done and just took a break from it all overall and then came back with it. At least what I was playing uh, until then was Hades, uh, the game everybody's ranting and raving about. Um, I had uh, I had a pretty good time with it. I'm pretty sure it's run its course for me now, unless maybe some substantial additional content comes in. Maybe I don't know. I, I feel like that might be a, pretty much a given at this point, given the very positive reception of the game. But um, yeah, it's just. It's good, but how do I, how do I say it? I totally understand why everybody is in love with the game. Totally understand it. Um, and not to spoil a lot, but the game definitely wants you, well, depends really, depends on you dying a lot frequently. But I think my issue with the game is by 
Oh no, I think I just didn't like the 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 amount of times I had to die. And that's a whole nother thing too. So basically the game the game wants you to die. How do I say this? The game without how do I say this without spoiling? The game wants you to die a lot at a lot of points. At least what it feels like to me. The game wants you to die at a lot of specific points to, you know, unlock certain story elements. But like if you have so many times where you die, you know, by just a, a cheap ass shot or whatever. But at the same time, to be fair, most of the time, the game is pretty fair in terms of, you know, what's expected of you and like, you know, and things like that. Not, you know, being cheap for the most part, but there's been some cheap shit I did die by. I didn't like. So, yeah, I don't know. I like I think I died like. Maybe over 50 times overall in terms of, you know, I would get to a pretty much presumably the end of the game and then we'll die by the final boss. It was, it was, uh, it was some bullshit I talked about on Twitter, but I think it's totally fine to say, but basically I was fighting this boss and I was like, okay, I finally beat him. Yes. And then guess what fucking happens? This bitch, this bitch fucking reloads, refills his health bar all the way. And then uh, I was like, okay, that's all I had. Now I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to die. And that's pretty much what happened because I had very low health. I was out of, um, um, what do you call it? Defiance. Well, defiance is basically this this uh, technique or skill that basically gives you uh, another life or refills your health bar, essentially, um, which is at least what happened. I'm in my scenario, so, uh, yeah, so I finally beat it. I ain't gonna lie. I pretty much cheat, cheated to an extent where I, um, there is this item you get in the game. I think it's called God mode. Well, it's not an item. It's uh basically a setting in the game settings. You could turn on God mode where basically your defense increases, increases by 2% each time you die. So. Uh, it was getting to the point where like I was dying like 50, 60 times. I reached the final boss, but got my ass killed every time. And it was like, it just was getting frustrated to the point where I was starting not to have fun. Um, because you know, I was putting effort into it and it wasn't paying off. It felt like, so I was like, okay, I think now is a good time to start implementing that. And after doing that, um, I did actually beat the, the last boss and yeah, uh, you know, the the ending was, you know, it's like, oh, there's more to do. Oh, keep playing again. And then I did some research. And apparently, I don't think this is necessarily spoiling too much, but apparently if you have to, if you want to get the quote unquote uh, true ending, uh, you have to beat the game, beat it, mind you, uh, nine more times uh, to get the true ending. And I was like. I, I like, I think I felt like I put like 30 hours just trying to beat the game once. I'm like, uh, I'm good. I'm good. I just looked up the YouTube, uh, YouTube video on it. I was like, okay. 
And then after seeing the YouTube video, I'm like, okay, I'm glad I did. <laughs> I'm glad I did watch that because I don't know that didn't feel like a good enough payoff for me. But I understand it, totally understand it. But I I think it ran its course for me personally. Maybe down the road I might play it again when I'm feeling if I maybe feel in the mood to play some. But I don't know. Just the how difficult the game is left a bad taste in my mouth, and I know that may partially be because of the boons and stuff I picked. I know that definitely seems to play a lot of a role in terms of how how the game um how much ease you have uh you know playing through the game, even though at the same time it is super random as well. So it is it does feel like a lot of chance also. Um so I don't know. Maybe just <laughs> luck wise the game just didn't like me. I don't know. It just, uh, it was a good experience for what I did play. I understand the concept. Um, it's probably one of the best roguelikes I've played as somebody who generally doesn't play roguelikes just by, uh, not necessarily by chance. Well, not by choice, but by chance. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, so all in all, it was just Hades. And I don't know, maybe the isometric camera maybe just was a thing for me as well. I'm just not the biggest fan of isometric camera, but this one did it pretty good uh, to the point where, yeah, I was still engaged and kept playing and kept wanting to play uh, again and again. But <laughs> it got to a point where I'm like, okay, this is just getting rep- repetitive where, um, you know, it was fun. But yeah, it just it started getting old after a while, so. Those are my thoughts on uh, on Hades. Understand it. I don't think, uh, and I guess uh, we could throw uh, Cyberpunk in there too. I don't think I would put either in my top 10 now in retrospect still. Just didn't do it enough for me to, to warrant them being in my top 10, I don't think. So for what that's worth, I don't know if... <laughs> Some person listening or watching this podcast. Ugh, I hope he, uh, man, he better reconsider. He better reconsider those games, cause man, I am. Oh boy, I doubt it. Uh, also, I was playing Smash Brothers over the break with um, friends, um, and um, yeah, actually got a decent, more in depth, like look at a separate off plan. He's definitely, he has a lot of potential. I think with the right person, he could definitely do a lot of good. He could do a lot of, uh, do some work. If you know what I mean? Um, I do still like him though. It's a lot of, uh, new stuff. I started discovering with them as well. Um, but all in all, I am Sephiroth is the truth. Uh, I do like morning cloud as well. I mean, I think probably a lot of people probably have that same sentiment. I assume sentiment um but yeah um i also did a lot of jumping around as well so i was playing modern warfare and uh black ops uh with the new update now that lets you uh that uh basically synergizes (laughs) it feels so weird to say uh synergizes the um the uh, progression across both both games so now if you play multiplayer war zone on uh, modern warfare uh, your progress does carry over to 
black ops and vice versa so that was pretty cool but my biggest gripe currently is like one of my favorite games still modern warfare is that for i guess specifically it might just be specific to xbox series x maybe s as well but it's this weird off frame pacing issue where basically when you're playing the game uh it seems like the game is just juddery stuttery i guess it, i forgot the official term i think it's stutter but basically it's just like the frame rate is really off and it seems like it's the game itself because uh i was able to play a lot of other 120 fps 4k games like um uh, Black Ops Cold War, which runs fine. Halo Master Chief runs fine. Gears 5 runs fine. So it's I think it's, it's pretty evident the issues with uh, the game itself where um, Infinity War needs to shoot out a patch that'll uh, fix it. Um, it seems like, I'm, I, if I could guess, it's just running at a very irregular frame rate that is causing it maybe. But then again, with uh, VRR and... Um, well, I guess, yeah, mainly VR, that should fix that, which I do have on my TV, so I don't know. That's It's kind of disappointing because I really did want to play Modern Warfare, but it, it's, like, gotten to the point where that's getting really annoying enough where it's like, uh, I don't even feel like playing Modern Warfare now, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Outside of that, uh, also messed around with GTA Online. Uh, messed. Well, I tried to get into that uh, the new DLC, the San Perico heist, but uh, did not yet. I, I'm actually behind on the other uh, heist I didn't play yet, which I did at least play one. Um, so that was pretty fun. Also, have to give shout outs. I, I think I tweeted about it as well, but shouts out to uh, Moody Man. Uh, I guess he's like the one of the new DJs. I think it like randomly. Uh, does a DJ, but it's, it's cool. Like each time I go, it's always the moody man playing. So uh, at least from in retrospect, now I do did some research on him. He's like basically, uh, he's an artist slash, I guess, DJ, uh, from Detroit, uh, at least my, um, well, I guess closest hometown. I don't want to say I'm from Detroit, but I'm closest to home Detroit as a landmark. But, um, yeah, he's, a. Uh, I was listening to some more of his music after uh, playing the game and like that dude is the truth. I ain't, I'm just, I'm, I'm not trying to promote, but I'm just saying Moody man, he's pretty dope. I ain't been liking some of his music. Somebody from, uh, used to be in the Michigan, uh, I thoroughly enjoy his music. And he, I mean, I give props to the dude for like putting people on, potentially putting people on to ghetto tech. For those that don't know, ghetto tech is like, house music it could be a lot of things really but house and techno based in detroit which i guess for the most part house pretty much originated from detroit i think well it's kind of i think it's a debate where it's it's between chicago or detroit midwest either way so um yeah so yeah if you uh if you enter that house into that techno if you know that moody man you know spotify i was looking to listen to his tracks on spotify youtube do legit i see why that's one thing i i gotta give credit to rockstar about they be they music the musical artists they i feel like they have some freaking eye 
uh, for like artists that are like are gonna be like big one day. Cause like one other artist I recall, like I'd not known about um, before GTA was a uh, Tori Moi and love the hell out of his music. He had a lot of, lot of dope uh, songs. Um, and yeah, like he's like a pretty, pretty decently big uh, artist too. So crazy, man. Thank you, GTA Online. I never should have abandoned you. Well, I mean, I mean, you're, you're like what? Seven, eight year old game now. So, I mean, I hope you understand. Uh, also messed around with Animal Crossing New Horizons, um, in Christmas, I guess the siren just threw me off. There's a siren going outside. Am I dead right now? I don't, (laughs) um, yeah, so that was pretty, uh, pretty cool. I've, I've not really, it's been a minute since I've been on Animal Crossing in general, so I just, uh, I just, you know, was out of curiosity seeing, well, Hey, what's, uh, what's my village looking like, uh, around December and, you know, got all the snow, getting them snowflakes. Um, and man, all my weeds have grown back up. I'm just too, just too annoyed to even try to try to discover or, you know, put work and do it. Cause I know I'm not going to play it in a long stretch as well. Um, kind of wanted to mess with the new year stuff, but, uh, I, yeah, I, I totally forgot about it. I was curious to see, cause I, I believe seeing some other people online that you can actually like count down to, you know, do actual countdown on new year's, which I thought would be pretty cool. Always next year, or <laughs> I guess if I really wanted it that bad time skip, uh, to that time, but yeah. I I'm content with what I what I uh saw and played, so. But man, that's one thing about Animal Crossing. It's just it is very soothing, man. Something weird about it that makes you just feel so soothing and comfort, comforting, homely, cozy. That uh, I've never really felt in a game before. Never felt, never played a game and felt like cozy. Just relaxed. Just interesting. So who knows? I might. Might want to feel that again, you know, because I'm never cozy. I'm always. <laughs> I don't. Know, I'm not trying to make it sexual. I'm just always hard. But, ah, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Uh, and then last, but certainly not least, Monster Hunter Generations. So I've been in like this weird. I was having this weird like moment for a while with uh games where like i guess it's gamers block maybe where it's like you know i think everybody has it at some point where they just don't feel like playing games anymore like how dare you (laughs) but it happens to all of us i think um i was feeling that where i just didn't really wasn't in the mood to necessarily play anything and then i was like you know let me let me mess with monster hunter and man did i latch on to that game in the past couple days because boy uh, put some time, put some more time into it. Um, I'm still mad because uh, if you played the 3DS version of Monster Hunter Generations, uh, it does, and you got the Switch version, you can transfer your data over. But they, for some dumb reason, don't didn't let you transfer your playtime over, which, I mean, 
think it's pretty cool, you know, if like you got to prove your gamer rights to a gatekeeper or something, you got to say, hey, I put 400 hours in this game. Give me my rights. Give me my rights and let me in. And then you're like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. All right, you, you go in. <laughs> like that, because that always happens, right? You know, it always happens. Um, But yeah, no, uh, <laughs> kind of touching back on my story. Uh, I'm pretty sure I touched on it a while back. I think post MAGFest, but yeah, I was at MAGFest and I wanted to play with these dudes and they were playing like some hard, hard ass quest. Like, yo, this is EX booty fuck mode. I'm like, what, what? I ain't never heard that in Monster Hunter. Uh, but basically like you had to be level 100. Now I was level 75 and like, I like, I literally like, I left for some reason, left the copy of the game at home. And I was like, you know what? Let me just buy it digitally. I played enough. I bought it. Took forever to download. I was playing everything else. The time I fucking finally downloaded and ready to go and join them. And and then uh, I'm like level 75. And like, oh, oh, this is level 100. Like, oh, fuck. Oh, man. That was like the biggest fucking <laughs> just, just, man. I felt like just, just the worst person ever. Like. I'm nothing now. I'm nothing at all. Who am I? I'm not even a person. <laughs> am I even a gamer now? What? <laughs> I felt, felt so less of a person. It was, it's funny just thinking about it now. <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. It's like, you know, I do consider myself a pretty, pretty big gamer, but like <laughs> to feel less of a gamer in front of other gamers. That's just, it's something that has never necessarily happened before. And, but at the same time, it was funny just because that's never happened before. Like knowing what that feels like, um, it's kind of like I'm level one and trying to come to somebody's level 50 lobby or something in my center. It's just funny. It's kind of like that actually happened in real person now. <laughs> so, and then after the fact, I'm just awkwardly still, still, still there. Just, uh, well, I guess I'm just going to hunt some monsters on my own. And then they're like, all three of them are like are playing, playing together. And I'm just like, uh, well, I'm just, uh, man, I'm just, I'm just hunting some monsters too. I don't fuck. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I downloaded the game for this. Hell, I'm going to be fucking playing some damn monster hunter. And then one dude like, look, look, he, he almost died right there. Like, okay. All right, y'all died too. Y'all died trying to play EX and y'all got your asses beat. So <laughs> you can see I'm maybe a little bit, uh, I'm a, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit, uh, I may have a little gripe about that, that maybe, I, maybe I need to prove something to myself and to them, even though they, they don't even totally forgot about me, but you know what? It still sticks with me and I have something to prove. All right. I have something to prove and I will prove it. Whatever it takes whatever it takes. Sorry. I didn't mean to, didn't mean to get deep there, but <laughs> either way I can say now that today I am Hunter rank 100 and 112, I think. So I am definitely, if the moment ever, you know, uh, presents itself again where I, you know, need to do a EX booty fuck quest. I can do it now. Thank you. Cause I needed to prove that to myself as a gamer. And I did. <laughs> so now, uh, 
Um, now I'm trying to hunt all the deviant monsters, which I did not do. Uh, I think you can partially do it in generations, but now in generations ultimate, they expanded upon that. Cause I was always wondering when I would join people's lobbies, like why do they got a crown next to their name? It's because they uh, successfully defeated all of the deviant monsters and like, now that's my next thing. So I'm like, you know what? I reached 100. That ain't enough. That ain't gonna cut it. I gotta get the crown. I gotta get the biggest crown. Not the small crown, because I think the small crown you get like after you beat five deviant monsters. You know, I want that big one. I wanna kill them all. And that's what I'm gonna do. That's what I'm gonna do. Outside of that though, I am thoroughly enjoying Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. I know that's probably super weird for people that like, you know, uh, what are you? There's Monster Hunter World, like right there. But I don't know, man. After playing for a good while, it's a lot of stuff I miss from uh, Monster Hunter that you don't necessarily get in World. I don't know if it's just the more hardcore feel of it or what, but I don't know. It's something about just some, some, some like subconscious thing about Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate that I feel like I slightly like a little bit more than World currently, at least. I mean, even, even considering like the lack of like, you know, quality of life stuff compared to Monster Hunter World, it's something I'm still like coming back to with Generations Ultimate, I feel. That I don't know. Maybe it's just the masochist in me that that wants that. But um, but uh, I mean, at the same time, Generations Ultimate has a lot, a lot, a lot of content in it compared to World. It just doesn't compare. You you have like the the width of like four, six, seven games in one for most part. With you know also the. Uh, the hunter art system that adds a lot more flexibility and deviation of other stuff you can do as well. So I don't know. So I definitely now my next goal is to hunt all the deviants, get that big crown and, uh, you know, and then next, next MAGFest, if there ever is going to be one now, considering all the craziness and controversy around MAGFest now, even if that, even if we're out of COVID, but, um, I could say, hey, hey, y'all wanna, y'all wanna play, <laughs> y'all wanna play? Oh, ex booey, fuck yes, I'm ready, I'm ready. That probably never happened, <laughs> but just to prove it to myself, I needed to. I needed to do it as a gamer. This weird, like, this weird uh, bragging rights thing for myself, just to know I can. You know, it's like when people say you can't do something, now you're more inclined to do it. It, it was kind of somewhat like that, but not like, uh, you know, blatantly like that. But it's like, ah, uh, I got to step my game up now. I'm not good enough. I got to be good enough. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry for that rant, but I'm just, I just had to let that be known. All right. I had to, had to let my, my intentions and my, uh, I know what you, intentions and uh, goals and checked and, you know, be honest with myself but at the same time, prove them wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, that is, that is still funny to me, thinking about it now. It's just so funny. It's harmless as hell, but funny at the same time. 
Oh man. Oh well, moving on. Uh, in the media, I've been watching, of course, The Mandalorian. Uh, saw the season finale. Uh, it was good. Ah, to the point where I don't know, man. I don't want to necessarily spoil. Uh, I think it's been. I think it's it's so big. It's been to the point where it's probably spoiled by now. So I I just just a little warning of spoilers for the season finale of Mandalorian. Uh, so they get to the ship. Uh, if you've been following the previous episode, get to the ship. You know, a lot of fighting and all that. Yippity doo da. <laughs> um, uh, Mando and um, Moff Gideon have that big fight. Um, to, you know, get, uh, baby Yoda, get baby Yoda. Um, then, uh, the, the robot army comes in and then it's like basically the point where, Oh no, we're going to be killed by the robot army. Those robots they got, they're going to kill us all. Now they, they came like, uh, because Mando like evacuated them out in, um, in the chamber. He's like, Oh, Oh, they're gone now. He had to fight one, but then, uh, he got rid of the other ones, but then they, they all, uh, <laughs> Hey, motherfucker, we got these boosters and they fucking flew back. And then they, it was that moment they, they thought, oh man, we're about to get killed. Then, you know, this mysterious ship comes, looks a lot like, uh, well, looked a lot like an X-Wing and, uh, landed. And then you see this mysterious figure, uh, hooded with this, uh, green lightsaber taking everybody out. Like, oh, who's that? And then, uh, you know, come, comes, uh, and meets with everybody and lo and behold, who is that Luke motherfucking Skywalker, uh, a, a kind of a weird version. I'll be at the weird, uh, you know, um, CG, CG, um, Luke Skywalker, but Hey, Luke Skywalker, nonetheless. So he then, uh, takes, takes, uh, baby Yoda, uh, for presumably for training cause I guess timeline wise, I'm a little slightly confused because I think it because of this, it takes place after uh, episode six. So a little bit after episode six and then before um, the new ones, obviously. Um, but then that, you know, begs the question, what happened to a uh, baby Yoda during that whole time? If, you know, Ben Solo, uh, you know, or was it? Yeah, I'm getting everything mixed up, but basically it just, um, it just does leave a lot open for, you know, some of these characters. What, what is their fate in terms of everything? But now just, man, these police are going looking for me. I'm just, if something happens, I'm just letting y'all know. Um, yeah, so I don't, um, it's hard to deduct, I guess I have to research. I'm the type where it's like, it's a lot of stuff that maybe goes over my head. I like to fully analyze and decompress with like, you know, YouTube videos and stuff to fully like cement uh, some of the things where maybe I'm not realizing that that is happening. So either way, pretty dope. If you're a fan of star Wars, which actually, to be honest, I'm not like the biggest fan of star Wars, but I'm, I'd say I'm consider myself a, a mile fan. I've, I've went to, I've went to watch all the movies 
not all the movies because <laughs> when a lot of them were before I was born well when I was born I think slightly after I was born you know what I mean um but uh yeah at least the recent ones I've all went to the theater on uh when they premiered to watch so I consider myself a fan at least not the biggest fan but I consider myself a fan so thoroughly enjoyed that was a very good one I, I cried I ain't gonna lie I'm, I, I, I I can admit when I cried uh you know uh Mando and uh Baby Yoda had to say goodbye and, you know uh, Mando actually showed uh Baby Yoda's face and then you got Baby Yoda little little nub touch on uh Mando's face that was that was cute that kind of that took me I was like oh oh Oh, man, oh. Oh, that got me. I ain't gonna lie. It was cute. It was cute as hell. And I, I just couldn't, I couldn't hold it anymore. It was just so sad. Just all this, all this effort, he, he went to protect him. And he actually made it to a Jedi. And now he's gonna be a Jedi. So, um, yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, and then, of course that awesome teaser at the end. Uh, yeah, I fucking forgot about fucking, uh, Boba Fett, which is crazy for some, 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 somebody so prolific as Boba Fett, but how he's, uh, now going to have his own spinoff show book of Boba Fett. So I guess it seems like that's going to like take place of uh Mandalorian for a while. And I guess maybe to probably pick up on season three sometime later after that or whatever. So, Pretty good, pretty good. I'm invested. So, book a book a boba come out. I'm definitely definitely looking at that. Cause boy, I know I said before, but man, Boba Fett redeemed him his motherfucking self. Man, he redeemed himself. I'm in. I'm invested. Uh, Attack on Titan. Uh, it's pretty good. Um, it's hard to <laughs> to be honest. I'm not really sure what's going on. <laughs> Let me be honest, because it's it's uh it's a lot of questions I have. I get that they revealed that the Titans are actually another like faction or army. Um and I get the trials and tribulations, but I guess I forgot a fair amount of the previous season before this one. You know, the big reveal at the end of the latest episode is that Aaron Yeager uh, I guess he's went undercover after everything or so. I don't know. And now this, uh, this next episode is, is that they, what, I don't know what they, they took, they did not even releasing it now. Something happened. I guess they had a delay. So it's, it's horrible. I hate it. I hate it all now. I love tackle Titan. Go lie, but I just wish I knew what was going on more. Or maybe not as much action or Titans biting on people. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe to to be frank, maybe that might be it. I'm just not seeing there's not too many Titans biting people, eating them up, biting them in half, biting the arm off. Just just a fingertail. Finger fingertail. Just a fingertip. Just just the just the tip. Just the tip or something. Like just tease us, uh play with us something. I don't know. I just want a little bit more action here. Maybe it'll probably be a big payoff towards the end. I know they probably go milk this last season too, so who knows? Then over the uh, Christmas specifically, uh, watch Home Alone. But I mean, Home Alone is great. I talked a little bit about it on Twitter, but 
I mean, you already know. I don't need to go into that. Um, Wonder Woman 1984. Watch that. Man, it was bad. Just thinking about it even more now, it was bad. It was like, I, I at least, I'll at least say like the first, the first act half was fine. Then like the second half, it went a little too off the deep end for me. It was like a lot of impractical stuff happening without spoiling it. It just was, uh, it was not good. Uh, the cinematography was, was bad. It just was a lot of uh, unnecessary scenes or a lot of stuff that could have been cut down and tr- truncated, I think, to still hit home the same points. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was just a lot of, just a lot of weird writing choices and plot decisions and devices that just didn't necessarily make sense or weren't necessarily like even remotely practical. But I know it's like, you know, DC universe, whatever, but even Marvel, Marvel universe still has some, you know, practicality to some extent, but this one, it just felt like just, just off the wall. I can't wait to, can't wait to see a uh, cinema sins just ripping at his damn video. <laughs> Cause it, it was weird. I think, you know, a movie is pretty bad when you're looking at, looking at it from a cinema sins at perspective, or maybe that could be, no, not every movie I, I initially see. I look from a cinema sins perspective. It's uh yeah. If it's just to the point where I'm detached, where it's like, you know, yeah, it's, I, I can't wait for that episode. Cause he's about to, <laughs> he's about to rip into his movie. Um, yeah, so I I mean, if you're a huge fan of Wonder Woman, I'd say maybe. Um, and I mean, considering that it is gonna, it is on HBO Max, I'd say it's uh worth it since you know, if you are burned by the movie, you know, you at least have a lot of the content to make the money worth it uh, before canceling your subscription or something like that. But yeah, man, if I saw this at a theater, I would be a little bit more agitated than I was, to be honest. To be honest. So, yeah. Then after that, I watched uh, Disney Soul um, on Disney Plus. Uh, man, it was a pretty good movie. It stars uh, Jamie Foxx, where basically he's a jazz player uh, who teaches kids uh, music. Um, and But at the same time, he's trying to get be a legitimate soul player, uh, piano specifically, uh, um, to, you know, get his big break and do what he always dreamt of doing. And, you know, uh, throughout the course of the movie, he basically, I don't want to spoil too much, but basically, essentially, he um, um, learns that that's pretty much not what all life is about, necessarily. I'm, I'm not fully giving the whole story intentionally, but kind of the gist, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was very heartfelt very uh moving story it actually again them, them tears came out and i'm not sure why i'm not even big on disney movies like that i'm like you know what let me give this a shot and i'm glad i did i thoroughly enjoyed it as somebody especially who don't really watch that many disney movies uh pixar movies what have you thoroughly enjoyed it i do recommend it especially for the black people and and, and, and let's i have to touch on the fact that uh man 
uh, props to the to the black people that were working on this movie because I know y'all there because man, it is only it was stuff I, that you caught that uh, only only a black person would be able to pay pay uh, add that attention to detail to. You wouldn't see no white person in this movie that would give that that much attention to detail to sp- specific aspects in the movie like that that was that was uh that was given justice so big props to that um fucking a tribe called quest in a in a disney movie is is so surreal to me and thinking about how crazy that is and that actually happened uh that is still crazy to me so love to see it i think uh definitely i i see I definitely look forward to it too if that ever is. I guess I, I could see them swinging that somehow. Um, still, not spoiling it, but I could still see it. So, uh, And then, man, I'm actually pretty proud. I actually watched a decent amount of media as somebody who doesn't really and is just generally playing video games. But uh, Cobra Kai Season 3. Man. Uh, I think they like just shadow dropped it or did very short notice, but uh, dropped uh, New Year's Day, and man, ah, so damn good. It it was like uh, kind of suspenseful. You didn't know who who was going on which side uh, in terms of that, which I think that was a really cool part of Cobra Kai, where it's like it did uh, something I haven't necessarily seen before. Where he's like, I guess it's kind of like Power Rangers esque. You know, since where it's like, you know, you're not sure if this person's gonna, gonna, uh, gonna be good or bad, or gonna be bad or good, or gonna move from good to bad or bad to good. Um, I thought that was pretty, it was pretty awesome how it all played out, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, not to spoil anything, but yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was pretty good. Um, yeah, just, uh, and this is a somebody who's not at least vividly remember Karate Kid. I know I pretty much I've watched it maybe five to 10 minute spurts here and there, but I don't think I've ever fully or at least remember watching the whole movie. I think if anything, weirdly enough, I watched freaking that I maybe remember slightly the most is Karate Kid 3, which is I think the one with, um, what's that white girl name? Damn it. Damn it. I knew her name. You, if you know it, I gotta look it up. I gotta look it up. I think it's Karate Kid 3. Uh, no, maybe it's part four. But they called it something, the Karate Kid, like <laughs> the Karate Kid again. <laughs> like I saw it was just a lazy way to do it, but. Okay, Karate Kid Part Two. Um, was it the last Karate Kid? The next Karate Kid. Yeah, uh, what was her name? Hillary Swank, that's what it was. Yeah, Hillary Swank, the next Karate Kid. So <laughs> that's the weirdly really the only one I remember. Cause I guess it was just 
on repeat and I guess it premiered at the time or something. But uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Also, of course, if uh, you have watched those movies, there is a lot of fan service for sure. I'm pretty sure you some you may have been spoiled or already know about, but I don't want to spoil it uh, if you haven't. But a lot of fan service if you watch those, uh, the, the original trilogy, of course, uh, to a much greater extent here um, in this movie. Uh, I mean, this this TV series, um, Netflix series. Uh, I am curious. It definitely the next season. I mean, yeah, definitely. It things are set up for the next season for sure. I I part of me wish things were a little bit more conclusive. If that makes sense, season wise. But at the same time, I'd kind of get it, and they kind of did it, but it didn't necessarily feel like it. I don't know. Maybe partially, I think part of it was me being focused on that aspect as well. But I think they 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 could potentially do a lot of stuff. I think even a lot more fan service. I think pertaining to that to that uh, last Karate Kid movie as well. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm all in. I'm all in for Karate Kid. All in for Karate Kid. Uh, highly recommend if you're not you know kung fu movies. If you like uh, Three Little Ninjas, Strike Back, and, and stuff like that, I recommend it. Like <laughs> watching little teenagers beat each other up. It's great. It's great. Don't you love it? <laughs> oh, when you put it that way, that sounds super weird. <laughs> oh, little kids beating each other up. Don't you love it? Don't you like it when they when they beat each other? Oh boy, let's get off of that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that will conclude uh, Switches Sights episode eighty six. Uh, first episode of the new year, back in effect, baby. Um. So, um, yeah, outside of that, uh, if you did enjoy watching, uh, watching or listening to the show on your favorite podcasting platforms, feel free to like, rate, and subscribe. Uh, it's greatly appreciated. Any feedback, uh, good or bad is appreciated as well. Um, if you want to catch this, uh, live on, uh, Twitch, you can at Twitch TV slash a switch where I generally ideally uh, stream at uh, ideally 4, 4 p.m. PST, um, if not later, but generally around that time frame. Uh, if you want to watch uh, the archive of the podcast, you can watch it as well on youtube.com slash switch also. Um, outside of that, uh, I did get a outbreak working again. I guess they uh, changed servers. They had some server issues, so I had to do some uh, trickery and um, basically I had to reprogram to uh, the new servers they got up now. So might maybe gets uh, pl- see me uh, stream some of that over the weekend. Who knows? I'll, I'll leave it up in the air. I don't want to be concrete about it because some other stuff might come up, and I want to do that. So, um. But outside of that, um, pretty much it, you know, um, till next time y'all, uh, don't cough, uh, don't touch people that don't want to be touched, <laughs> really, um, damn, I forgot my spill, um, get your game on, Oh.
nobody's safe.